Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to podcast 66, guys. 66. How have I even come to this point? So exciting. I was, um, this week I went to a networking event, which to be honest, I haven't been to many networking events because the life of a personal trainer is usually you start work at 5.30 in the morning and you finish work at 11.30 at night. So there's no room for getting out and meeting new people and doing the networking thing. But I did go networking this week. And um, I had this really funny moment where um, I told someone that I had my own podcast. And she was like, wow, that's amazing. And I kind of remember when I was launching this podcast... I had proper like imposter syndrome. I was like, how can me, little old me, have my own podcast? Who the hell is going to want to listen to my podcast? Um, and it took me back to that moment because I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. And then I was like, oh my God, do people, what do people think when I say I've got a podcast? But actually it's just whenever I tell anyone that I've got this podcast, they're always like, oh my God, that's so amazing. So I did give myself a pat on the back afterwards and was like, Vicky, you've got your own podcast that people actually listen to. How cool is this? So anyway, I thought I'd share that with you guys this morning. Um, So what we're going to talk about today is creating solid habits. I've been talking about this in my membership site. It was actually, um, I do a live every Tuesday night within the membership site um, on a different topic or a QA. and um, My members have an opportunity to come in and ask as many questions as they as they need to. I'm there from half past eight uh, on a Tuesday night until all the questions are finished. So um, it's really cool on a Tuesday night. And, you know, this Tuesday, just gone, we spoke about creating solid habits um, because Ideally, what we need to do is make fueling yourself right a solid habit. You need to make training a solid habit, moving your body a solid habit, talking to yourself kindly a solid habit, Um, being positive a solid habit. And I think people are very invested in, in saying that creating habits are hard, but actually think about that like how hard was that habit to create to eat chocolate in front of the tv every night how hard was that habit to create to not exercise how hard was that habit to create um watching tv late at night for three hours before you go to bed like all these 
poor habits that we find, you know, smoking, drinking alcohol, all these things, they are creating habits. You created those habits in a pretty expert way. So why the hell can you not create the habit of being this healthy badass? Like, why can you not create those habits? Is it because it's not as sexy? It's not as, um, well, in someone else's opinion, maybe it's not as this is going to make me happy or you don't know about that yet. Like drinking a glass of wine, creating that habit of drinking a glass of wine to make you feel good happens fast. Like if you do it on a Monday and a Wednesday and Friday for a couple of weeks, you're bound to do that for a long period of time because it becomes a habit very fast because you get a feeling that makes you feel less stressed or, but training and eating well gives you better feelings. So training on a Monday, a Wednesday and a Friday, it's going to give you awesome feelings. So why can you not create the habit in all the good stuff? And the thing is, I think where people fall down is they don't it does take work. You have to have repetitive action. And that repetitive action doesn't mean you have to do it every single day for 60 days to to actually create that habit. You just have to do it consistently for, I would say, 60 to 100 days. I think that's when the habit starts forming. So that might sound like a long time, but if you just trained Monday, Wednesday, Friday for 60 to 100 days, depending on what sort of brain you have, like that habit has already started to set. And creating habits is amazing. Like I have so many habits in my life um, and I am definitely a habitual creature in that if I do something repetitively enough, um, I almost become addicted to that thing. So then I just carry on. So, but whether that's because I've trained myself that way or I know how to create a habit, whether it's all in my brain up there, so I can create habits very fast. I would say within 20 days, I can create habits. But for some people, when they're not used to creating these solid habits, it can take up to 100 days. So repetitive action is the key here. You have to repeatedly do something so that your brain almost realizes that you want to do that thing more. So if you repeatedly say nice things to yourself and you repeatedly and repeatedly repeatedly said to yourself positive things, you had a really positive outlook on life. So you woke up in the morning and you thought positive things. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, my children are healthy, they're happy. The um my, my day is full of amazing things. Like if you woke up and thought positively for long enough, the brain learns that that's how you want to feel every morning. So that repeated action then becomes a habit. And that habit is you wake up as a positive badass. So repeated action, you have to continue to repeat these things so that your brain learns that you want to do it more. And then with exercise, you have to repeatedly, consistently do the work. You have to consistently, repeatedly do the work so that your body learns that it's something that you want to do more and more and more and more of. And, you know, like get addicted to how it makes you feel. Like start thinking that you can't live without that feeling because once you have a solid habit 
which yes, can take up to what, a hundred days. Sometimes for some people it can take a bit longer, but what happens after that? Because can you undo habits? I think so. Yeah. And if you couldn't, then how would you stop watching three hours of telly before you go to bed every night as the habit that you had? You can unpick these habits. So you could also unpick the good ones. So what happens after you've created a habit? And what I mean by a solid habit is you then want to make it a way of life. And I think the best way for me to describe that is, you know, like this thing. So let's say training for me, like training is not just a habit for me. It is a solid habit because my life is worse off without it. My mood is terrible without exercise. My mindset, my mental health, um, my physical body um, is not great when training isn't in it. Lifting weights, following um, my weights programs, like it is a part of me. It is something that I need to be the person that I am. And I think if you want to be successful in life, not just in you know, creating the body that you want, um, having the mindset that you want, perhaps um, having a really great, happy, um, men- uh, in being in control of your mental health. If you want all of that, then you have to find out the things that make you feel good. And for most people, it's moving their body. It's a fundamental of being a human being. And why doctors and GP surgeries are not prescribing personal trainers as a form of medication is still beyond me. Um, I mean, the medical side of things are still so far behind in my eyes because, you know, like what they could do, how much time and money they could save by prescribing a personal trainer to somebody that is struggling with their mental health is a no brainer to me. It's like what it can do for your mental health I can't even describe on this podcast and anyone listening to this that's part of my tribe will know because they're learning for themselves that you know and I don't mean like excessive cardiovascular exercise for some people that can make them feel worse because if you have a stressed person so most people on the planet right now right you get a stressed person and you ask them to run three times a week Number one, they might hate it. Like, I'm not, I don't like running. It's not my favorite form of exercise. I've done it before. Like, I've been there, done that, got the t shirt. Running is something that I did back kind of 10 years ago, 11 years ago. I got really good at it. Um, Did I love it? No. Um, Did it do great things for my body? No. I was actually, I had more body fat then than I, than I by far have now. Um, and I was running like five times a week. Um, was I healthier for it? No, I think I had flu three times the year before I got married because I was running so much. Um, so it actually didn't support me at all. So I'm not saying that every form of exercise is going to be incredible for your mental health, but I'm going to be biased because it's my toolbox and what I've learned and what I teach as a coach. But lifting weights, um, 
resistance training, uh, strength training, conditioning, you know, using your muscles, using your body. It's just incredible for your mental health and makes you feel so badass, makes you feel so confident. Um, There's such measurable progress, which as human beings, we love to see. We love to see ourselves get stronger, um, fitter, and you get all of that with your weights and resistance. So you have to fall in love with these feelings. And I fell in love with how exercise and training made me feel a long, long time ago. Like I fell in love with it to the point where I'm not going to fall out of love with it because there's absolutely no time that I train and I feel worse for it. Like I always get in a better state of mind once I've trained it's like a release for me like if everything gets on top of me and I hear this all the time by the way and I have no headspace um what some people would do is say I can't train because I've got I haven't got the headspace for it or I can't eat well because I haven't got the headspace for it it's utter bullshit right because when I have no headspace which is quite frequently because I run you know, some really busy stuff. And when my head feels full and I don't really know what, which way to turn, I know if I go and do some exercise and I eat some good food, I feel so much clearer afterwards. And I feel like I have all the headspace in the world to get on with what I needed to do. So fall in love with these feelings and rely on it. Like it is my remedy to everything. Training isn't just a solid habit for me. It is my remedy. Um, it is kind of the answer to when I am in a bit of despair over things. Um, when I'm feeling emotional, when I'm feeling like there's no way out of something, I go and do some training. I come out of it and I'm like, okay, I was being dramatic. I was being very irrational. Now I can get on with my day. So to create these solid habits, you have to fall in love with it. And there is no better feeling than feeling amazing about yourself. And the thing is, where I find what women do is they get to that point. And I do blame the media for this a little bit, actually, because there's always a deadline. There's always like, um, oh, I'm getting married on the... 20th of July so I need to feel good for then what happens after that what you're not getting married again after that so is it then okay to go back to feeling how you did before absolutely not there has to be a long-term goal with it so the sad thing is is what I see happen a lot is women get to that point where they feel great and then they're like right that's me done so um (laughs) see you later whereas If anybody knows me by now, my big ethos is making these principles your way of life. Like, great, you've got a goal. You've got a party that you want to look absolutely like a hot piece of ass at. Great, that's amazing. But what happens after that? So always think ahead and think forward and think, okay, so I'd really like to get into this dress for this time. But actually, long term, what I want to achieve is to not just feel good at this party, but to go forward afterwards and feel even better. Um, So that the next thing that I've got coming up, I'm going to feel even better at. So just constantly moving the goalposts, I think is what I'm trying to say, and constantly striving to feel better every day. And 
the reality is, and this is why I love using like the jigsaw puzzle analogy. And I suppose you could call the, the puzzle pieces of your puzzle, um, your habits, because I suppose the puzzle pieces are your habits, really. Um, the reality is the puzzle pieces are going to fall out sometimes. Sometimes you're going to lose them like under the sofa for like a couple of months and you think, oh shit, I've, I've lost that puzzle piece. I need to get it back. And you might spend time constantly fighting yourself to get this puzzle piece back in place. But the reality is it's life. Like you are going to feel absolutely flipping amazing. Sometimes you're going to feel flipping rock bottom. That is life. The key is when you're in rock bottom, you're still working hard at trying to hang on to that puzzle piece. So, you know, this week for me has been really tough because I've had a little niggle in my back. I haven't felt amazing about it because it's really restricted my training. Um, I've been away with the kids. It's Easter holidays. So my training has been less. So you could say, I'm scrapping around for that training puzzle piece this week because it's just not happening because I've got this niggle in my back. I've been away with the kids. It's the Easter holidays. Time is a little bit shorter. Um, But the reality is I've still trained a couple of times. Like I haven't let the puzzle piece fall down dark hole and I haven't done anything. I have still shown up and done what I can when I can. And that keeps that puzzle piece hovering around the puzzle. And then, you know, next week's a little bit clearer and that puzzle piece will just slot back into place again. So the reality is, and like going back to our analogy, you've got this puzzle that's your life and is taking care of you. And in that puzzle is mindset, it's nutrition, it's training, it's uh, movement, it's your needs, like, are they being met? All these little puzzle pieces, like, they're all your, they're all your habits that you're trying to bring together. And when that puzzle piece is complete, it feels so amazing. And you have to hang on to that feeling so that when you have times that puzzle pieces fall out, you go back to reminding yourself as to what it feels like for that puzzle to be together. And you keep striving for that all of the time. And then, you know, your puzzle just upgrades. You like get a cheapy old puzzle for 99p to begin with. And then it's like a a really much more um, upgraded um, jigsaw puzzle. And you just keep upgrading it. And even at the highest, most, you've got a gold plated jigsaw puzzle in front of you those puzzle pieces are still going to fall out. Like for me this week, I've had puzzle pieces fall out. Do I freak out and tell myself I've failed and that I'm useless and that um, I've gone backwards and um, I'm never going to be able to? No, I don't. Like, it's just the way it is. Is it frustrating? Absolutely. Like I've been frustrated out of my brain this week because you know, I want to be able to train and do all the things that I do, but there's certain things holding me back at the moment. But do I say, oh, that's it for me. That's exercise gone from my life. I'm going back to eating pizza every day. Not that I ever did that, but I'm just using an example. 
No, it's just the way it is. And the thing is, when we overthink things and we over-dramatize things and we tell ourselves that we failed and all of that, the jigsaw puzzle pieces just get more and more lost and it gets harder and harder to bring those pieces back together. So creating solid habits is about falling in love with how you feel when you're doing these things. So like, if training makes you feel good, write down how it makes you feel. Like, don't be afraid to write things down. Like, write down how the training sessions make you feel so that when the next time you're due to train, you're talking yourself out of it and you're telling yourself you're too tired and you haven't got the headspace and all of that jazz, go back to that piece of paper or in a journal or something and read it to yourself out loud how that training session made you feel, and then go and do it anyway. And this is like the harsh reality part of building not just habits, solid habits. Sometimes you're going to have to do things you don't want to do. Sometimes you are going to have to get off your backside and do the training session, even when you don't want to, which gasps, people say, because like, being kind to yourself and all that stuff is out there, isn't it? Oh, be kind to your mental health. If you feel like you need to sit in a corner and cry, then that that must be what you need to do. No, it's not. Like, you know, I've had, there was a podcast not that long ago where I talked about being kind to yourself and being kind to yourself is not letting yourself off the hook, not letting yourself say to yourself, oh, this is too hard. Like, if it's too hard, like nothing's too hard. Do you know what I mean? Like just get up and do it. And that is the harsh reality of building habits is you're going to have to be committed to building that habit. You're going to have to be committed to do it when other people won't, because otherwise you're going to end up like all those people 30 years down the line that tell themselves they're going to achieve this body they've always wanted. And they just never do because they've constantly got an excuse as to why they can't do something they're constantly talking themselves out of things. They're constantly telling themselves to be kind to themselves, which is letting themselves off the hook. And, you know, they're constantly constantly not doing the work, talking themselves out of it, not being that resilient badass that we need you to be to be able to create these solid habits. So you have to ask yourself the question when you're trying to create these new habits. Um, how, like, how much do you want this? Like, who and this is where it goes back to mastering your mindset, knowing your reasons why, and knowing who that future version of you is. My future me is an absolute badass. She is fit, she is strong. I run around after my grandchildren. I'm in Jump Street with them at 65 years old. I'm healthy. I have no health issues. I live an absolute amazing life full of abundance and love and fitness and health. Like that is who I am in the future. And the thing is, that person that I am in the future, I have to work on today. Not tomorrow, not in five days time when I've, uh, when so-and-so, when something has got better and not in a few months time when something is over 
or, oh, I'll do that in a couple of months when that busy period of work is over. No, you have to work on that future person today. Absolutely right now. Everything you do on a daily basis is going to work towards that person you are in the future. And I refuse my person to be in the future, to be unhappy, full of health issues, um, you know, not being able to run around after my grandchildren, not being able to do all these things. So think about who that future person is and start working on her today or him today, not tomorrow, not in a week, not when you get back from your holiday, not when you've had your birthday and binged for the day, like right now, right now is the right time always. So when it comes to creating habits, you have to get tough on yourself because you're going to have to do the things that perhaps you don't want to do to create and unpick old habits and create new ones. So you're going to have to get tough, you're going to have to get resilient, and you're going to have to get really clear on who it is you want to be in the future. Do you want to be that person with those solid habits that are just absolutely epic? Or do you want to be that person with really poor, shitty habits that can't unpick them because they've just been so deep for so long. So I hope this has helped today, guys. Creating solid habits is something that I think everyone needs to hear about. And if any of this has resonated with you today, scribble some of it down so that you can go back to it and you can read it and you can remind yourself of all these things that you want to do. So I hope that's really helped. If anyone needs help if anyone's listening to this and they're like I need help reach out to me I'm the most approachable person in the world and I'm always up for helping people make a plan to change their life it is my love it is my um part of me and what I love doing so if any of this resonates let me know reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook or head over to my website at www.vickypt.com But until next time, I will catch you soon.